Hello, Mama. So excited to be here with you. I hope your day is beautiful and you are doing something fun today that fills you up. I hope that you're just experiencing joy in whatever moment that you're in, that you just stop and take a breath and remember just what a blessing it is to be alive and to be chosen to be a mother and that this life is so beautiful and good and every moment's a blessing, even when (laughs) it doesn't feel like it, even when it's overwhelming, even when it's chaotic, even when it's not going how you imagined or how you would like it to, it is a blessing. And we can't forget that. It's so easy to forget that because there is so much in this season that can distract us. But truly this, this gift is, this life is a gift and it's never meant to be perfect and, or even easy, but it is a gift. And so I believe that God wants to meet you exactly where you're at today and encourage you and equip you and inspire you. And I hope, um, and believe that he's going to do that through this episode. So I'm excited to be here with you as always. Uh, we're going to talk today about, uh, continuing our series about getting unstuck. We're going to talk about anger. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, this is a part of my past still sometimes present for sure. But you know, it used to be a much bigger portion of just kind of how I went through life, especially with my close relationships. And while I definitely have had, um, I still have many moments, especially being pregnant. I'm watching them uh, be presented more often and I'm getting diving deeper into prayer on that. But, uh, you know, so none of us will ever be perfect, but God has given me a lot of freedom from this and a lot of breakthroughs. And so I hope to encourage you just with some, some specific, tactical, tangible ways that you can begin to get unstuck from your anger. And I'm excited to share that with you. Before we hop in, though, I got to remind you, the Morning Mama Academy is launching in less than a month, and it's already halfway full. I literally cannot believe it. It is crazy how fast you guys are getting your applications in. So make sure if you have been listening and you've been hearing me describe what the Academy is, and in brief, it is essentially helping you become the person that God created you to be. Now, again, we're never going to be perfect, but it's going to give you specific tools so that you can walk out the purpose in your life. And so we start in your past and we work on healing your past and we use restoration theory to do that. And so that's a such an incredible tool that you can take away and use literally for the rest of your life. I use it every day in my life. And, and then we go into your present and we kind of piece through every relationship in your life, your marriage, your kids, your extended family, your relationship with God, everything, uh, your relationship with your house and your external environment, your relationship with caring for yourself. Um, we go through all of that utilizing restoration theory and some other exercises and just really dive in and, and get rid of things that don't belong there and start to heal things that do put in routines and rhythms in place where they need to be in place. And then we wrap up with a couple weeks of talking about the future and your purpose and your calling because I believe that God wants to clear all of this junk in your life away, give you that healing, give you that that fullness, that joy, so that you can then be strong enough to step into the purpose he has for you. 
Now, again, healing is a continual journey. It's never just like a start and stop thing. But when we sit down and are intentional with our healing process and we invest in it with our time and our money and we gain tools and we say, we're ready, God, he will meet you there. I promise you that I have watched it happen and I know who he is. He's a faithful God and he's not going to leave you hanging. And so once he clears all of this out, then that's when you can begin to finally have clarity over what's next, or at least have the energy and the mental capacity to to dream again and to, to even ask the question, what is next. And so God's going to show up in that space. And so that's in brief what the Academy is. If you want to dive deeper into it, um, I think it's episode 113. I should have looked at this. Okay. Nope. I checked. It's 114. Go back there. I did like a 20 minute segment on what the Academy is uh, week by week, all the details of what it is. It's a live program that's run for 12 weeks. We do group coaching. Uh, you get tons of videos and worksheets to work on during the week. There's tons of accountability, tons of support. So go back and listen to that. See, you. I'm not going to repeat myself a hundred times. So you guys are going to get annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can go and listen to that. And um, yeah, just get your applications in fast because it is filling up so quickly. So you can find the application, uh, first the information, and then you can click to apply. And it's all found at morningmamaacademy.gr8. That's the number eight.com. Uh, so just type in your phone, http dot dot slash slash academy no spaces, um, dot gr8, the number eight.com. And you can find the link in the show notes in the Facebook group. Um, it's also on Instagram if you're over there, even though I don't go on there much, it's over there. So make sure you hop in there and make sure you get that application in before the spots fill up. Right now, there is only five spots left. So I hope to see you over there. I'm so excited. But without further ado, let's hop into our episode today. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. The next one I want to talk about, uh, I talk about this a lot as well, but it is so essential. <laughs> and I know this because this is my biggest area of struggle. And this is getting your house in order, making your house and life a peaceful place. And I've shared with you guys that like, this is the area that first goes when I am in a season um, where it feels like there's too much or it's uh, a big transition or, you know, there's a lot of chaos happening. And I'm in the middle of one of those seasons right now. You know, we're getting ready to move and it's still like a couple months out, but we're trying to be prepared because there's also a baby coming in four months, right? So there's just so much happening. The academy is launching uh, connect groups at my church 
merch are about to launch. Like, they're, they're, you know, there's all these other little things swimming around. And so there's just a lot going on. And, you know, right now, any extra like free time that I have that I'm not, you know, spending working with my kids, you know, mostly like at nighttime, I, I just want to spend all of that time focusing on getting the house in order, like, you know, picking out the decor that's going to, going to be put in the new house and just getting all of that in order and packing and all these things. And it excites me so much, but (laughs) that has created even more chaos in our house because one, we're, you know, we just sold like some furniture. And so now that's lacking and the things that were on the shelf are not in a good place now. And, you know, I'm, I'm not keeping up with laundry because I usually will do that at night. Like, well, I watch a TV show, but now instead I'm looking for furniture online. And so all that to say, like, it has become kind of a bit chaotic in my house. And this is, um, people that know me, this can, you know, you know, this can easily happen in my life. Now I've done a lot of work in this area. And so now I know how to get back on track. I know what to do. I know the play to run. I know exactly how I can get back on, but <laughs> I need to decide to do that. And so in this season, I have been struggling with that discipline and it's something I need to work on, especially because the reason I'm telling you all of this is I can feel the difference in my mood as the house has become more chaotic. I can feel and see myself getting more easily triggered. Just even the days, a difference of like when I walk downstairs and the house is beautiful and peaceful, there's no dishes in the sink. The kitchen is clean, right? Everything is in order. Oh man, I have a lot more patience on those days. And then the days where, you know, the, the folded laundry is still downstairs because I haven't put it away and I have to go downstairs to get my child some underwears to bring it back upstairs so he can get dressed. And then, you know, we go downstairs to the kitchen and, you know, the blender I need to make my smoothie is still dirty and I have to wash it before I can even make the smoothie. And, you know, I haven't gone grocery shopping and so I don't have any fresh blueberries to put in their yogurt. And so now I've got to figure out a different plan. Right. So all of these little things as we're trying to get out the door to go wherever it is, whether I'm going to work, whether we're going to meet up with some friends, wherever we're going, it adds stress. It adds time. It adds, you know, just chaos. There's a lack of peace. And so when our environments, when we live in those kind of environments, it is going to contribute to how our, how we're feeling, how we're feeling about ourselves, how easily we're triggered, right? There's, there's so much, even our kids are affected by this. And so it is so essential to get this kind of thing in order. And I want to encourage you, you know, I've, I've shared this a lot, but if you don't know where to begin with this, I uh, go and listen to the podcast, Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. She's the one that really helped me get a handle on all of this. And again, I know what to do. And I even know the, the fruit that comes from that. And I'm confident in my ability to do all of that. I just have to choose to do it. And so I'm not choosing that right now. Hopefully next time I talk to you, that'll be a different story. <laughs> but I want to encourage you, if you don't know where to begin or how to even how to even get that your house or your life in order, go check out her podcast and her academy is absolutely incredible. It goes through every area of your life and how to get systemized in every area. And let me tell you, it's just life changing. And you can get $200 off her course if you use the code MORNINGMAMA. And yep, highly recommend it. It has changed my life. And so if you're struggling with anger, and your house is chaotic, you've got to get it in order. Okay. The next one I have for you is to make sure that you are getting enough sleep. 
Now, I know this one is challenging for moms in many ways, especially if you have little kids, especially if you have babies, this can be really challenging. Or it can even be, you know, that that thing that I'm even kind of struggling with in this season that, you know, you spend so much all day long pouring into your kids and feeling like you're pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. So once they finally go to bed, you have this free space and this freedom. And you're like, I don't want this to be over. As soon as I go to bed, I'm going to wake up and hopefully have some time with God in the morning. But you know, it starts the day. And a lot of you wake up to your kids. And so, you know, immediately once you wake up, you're parenting, it's, it's started. That whole race of the day has begun. And so you stay up way too late doing things that probably don't matter, or maybe they even do matter, but still you're staying up too late and you're not getting enough sleep. And research has shown that everyone, actually, everyone really needs eight hours of sleep a night. And, you know, because there used to be people that thought, you know, you don't need quite that much. Some people don't need that much. But truly, research has shown that eight hours is really what we need. And so if you're not getting that solid eight hours, then you are contributing to the anger, the anger that's going on to being triggered, like that sleep, that restoration that, that God designed our bodies for is so essential for our mood. I mean, it lowers cortisol levels, our stress levels. Um, I don't know all the signs behind it. I'll have to bring someone onto our podcast to talk about it, to like really encourage you. I remember though, hearing uh, like a radio show years ago, and they talked about how just, even if you miss a little bit of sleep, like, uh, your ability to, uh, like your working memory goes down, like your ability to remember words. And, um, you know, they, they even talked about how like, oh, you know, even as I'm interviewing you, I can tell you didn't get enough sleep because you're struggling to find this word and you're struggling to with to finish this thought and they could just hear it in how people spoke. And so I know as moms, this can be such an easy thing to neglect. Now, again, some of you have kids, babies, toddlers, whatever it is, and they get up multiple times a night. So I want to speak to that for a minute. I've spoken about it in the past, and I know this is a controversial topic these days, but my encouragement, my, what I believe is that you have got to fight for your sleep because you will be a better human because of it. And so that means I believe in sleep training. Now I love taking care of babies. You've heard me talk about it before. She has an amazing, gentle approach to doing it, but it is essential in my mind. We've got to get the sleep and our kids need the sleep. And so when we teach them and we train them to have that sleep, they are getting more restored. They are going to be less grumpy because they're getting what their body needs as well. And so I fully believe in it. Um, research has shown it does not affect attachment. I know that's a big question out there, but I, I think it's essential. Now, you know, that's usually for, you know, babies or young toddlers, And after that, we've often faced a different problem, and that is when our kids come out of their rooms. Now, we have been experiencing this a little bit in this season, uh, not in the middle of the night, so it's a little different, but my son previously, you know, he's had his own big boy bed for a while. He will be uh, four in September, this, this September, and he, which is just a couple months away, 
And for a while when he had his big boy bed, we had this like kind of child proofing thing on the inside of the door. Now I knew he could get it off, but he actually liked it on there. He felt kind of safe and secure with it on there. Um, and so he would not get out of his bed. He would just stay in there and, you know, he would call for us if he needed something. And sometimes that would be a little much. And so we had to set boundaries there, but all that to say, we're in a new phase where he doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't want that, you know, child proofing thing on the back of his door anymore. And I, I think he's old enough to begin to learn these boundaries. And he now will just come out again and again and again after we put him to bed and and then early in the morning as well sometimes. And so we've begun to have to teach him these strong boundaries that we implement and we are strict about it. And we have one of those wake to sleep clocks. Many of you have them or have heard of them. I think we have like the hatch one and you can set it. So there's a timer that it changes from one color to another when it's time to get up. So he loves uh, his, to be purple as he sleeps. And now we have it turn green when it's okay for him to get up from bed. So in the morning or after nap even, he knows when it's time to get up from bed because this has also been during his naps. He is still at an age that he needs naps. I see his behavior change if he doesn't get one. And, you know, just even research shows as still at this age, he needs his naps. And so now... We make sure he stays in his room until the light turns green. Now, this takes a lot of coaching. This takes a lot of patience. We're still kind of in progress of working on this because it only started a week or two ago. Actually, right when we got back from Hawaii, which was like kind of a rude awakening. (laughs) I had never been... You know, I usually in the morning I get up and I spend my time with God and I get my coffee and, you know, all that. And so I just got back from Hawaii. It's our first day. We had gotten back midnight the night before. And so I got up to, to read my Bible and was making my coffee and never, you know, every other time for his whole life, I would get him up from his bed. He had never come out on his own. And I'm making my coffee and all of a sudden I hear a voice behind me. And I turned around and it was terrifying, but it was my son and he had come out of bed and it was like this very shocking moment because I'm still adjusting to getting back and didn't get enough sleep the night before. And, you know, here he is out of his bed, which has never happened before. And I was so confused. So it was quite the rude awakening, but (laughs) this is the new phase we're in. So we're still working with him on it and it has been a bit of a struggle, but we are fighting for it because we believe that he needs that sleep and we need that sleep and, and not just sleep. Cause right now we're also talking about rest time because after they go to bed, and we have them on a schedule that's recommended, right, for their age, what time they need to go to bed, how much sleep they need per day. And so we're, we're following all these guidelines. We're not, you know, enforcing something that's crazy or unreasonable. We're giving them the structure for what they need to be healthy. And so we're also now talking about rest time, right? Because after the kids go to bed, my husband and I get to decompress. We get to be adult humans separate from being parents and we get to do whatever we want, right? Sometimes that's watching a show together. Sometimes that's doing our own thing or reading a book, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Like that is our time. And so we're protecting that time. And so don't feel guilty about protecting that time. It is super important, which actually runs into my next point, which is make sure if you are struggling with anger, that you have you time not just sleep, right? We need the eight hours. We've we've been talking about that, but we also need you time, which means you're awake and you're getting to choose your activities outside of your children, outside of your work. 
This is just for you. Maybe you're going on a walk. Maybe you're reading a book. Maybe you're watching a favorite show. Maybe you're taking a bath. Like maybe you're spending time with friends. Like it doesn't matter. Something that fills you up, that rejuvenates you. Right, Like right now I was sharing, you know, in, in this season for me, that's shopping for furniture and, you know, we're doing a little remodeling. So shopping for those components. And so that is right now my me time. And it is so fun. But, in, you know, in different seasons, it shifts, you know, the season right before this, it was reading and I was really, really into reading. So, and I'm sure that will come back, but you've got to have time and every day and definitely every week where you get you time. And, and I also just encourage you to, to make sure it's not just like a time of numbing out. I know it can be so easy in, in those times where we finally have our own space, but we're just so depleted. And so we feel like, oh, let me just you know, binge Netflix, right? And like I said, you can watch a favorite show and that's great. But if you're just watching hours and hours of a show, especially if it's kind of more mindless or that's all you're doing, that's probably not going to be fully restful to you. It's going to actually deplete you more. And so you need to find things that, you know, you can do while tired, but that really give you full rest. And oftentimes this is pressing into relationships and making sure you're having time with other moms and other friends apart just from your kids or even just apart from your spouse. Also making sure you're getting time with your spouse. But that's another story. But, you know, sometimes we can feel too tired to invest in relationships in this season. But that's such a mistake because we need each other. We can't do this alone. We've got to be in conversation and in community with other moms that are walking through the same stuff or have been there before. Or even if it's not another mom, like just other friends, we've got to have that. And so we can't just spend this whole season of being parent to littles or whatever season of parenting you're in and just neglect that because we will not be fully who God made us to be. So make sure you're investing in those relationships, even when you have to push yourself, like schedule a date and just commit to yourself. You're not going to cancel. I know it's so easy to cancel when you're so tired, but you've just got to show up. And so whatever it takes to get you there, make sure you're doing that. And the reason this is related to anger is because if you're not a healthy, full human that's that's really just being who God made you to be, which also means you have hobbies and interests, you're going to end up getting more and more depleted. And the more and more depleted you are, the easier triggered you're going to be and the easier you're going to fall into that anger. And so investing in yourself personally is essential to finding this freedom from anger and not feeling guilty about it. Like, I think that's, you know, a mom guilt kind of thing. It is absolutely not to feel guilty about. You're going to be a better mother when you do this. I promise you that. Okay, we're cutting, getting uh, short on time. So let me just hop through the last few ones real quickly. I just talked about this recently, so I won't go in depth. But you need to master the art of the apology. You need to get super comfortable with apologizing to your kids apologizing to your spouse. Just know it's coming, especially if you're kind of in a season of trying to shift out of this um, overwhelming anger where it feels like it's all the time. Just get ready for that. And, you know, take pride in that. Like, because the, an apology resets a situation. It resets your heart. It's, it's repentance. And when we don't choose repentance, that means we're continuing to run in, in rebellion away from God. And in re- a moment of repentance, we have to physically show that to really step into it. And so we have to, it needs to be external as well. And so you need to just get really comfortable with apologizing all of the time. And that's really okay if it's all the time and be proud of yourself for that. Cause it takes a lot of humility to choose that, but it is essential. So master the art of the apology. 
I can't remember which episode I talked about that recently in, but there's, I, th- I think there's a lot on that. Um, okay. The next one, again, that's something I talk about all the time, but it's daily time with God. Make sure you're not neglecting this. And you know, this is, it does so much like, you know, God's peace comes in and you get a uh, revelation from him and he fills you up and he speaks to you and he grows you, but it also helps you shift your perspective on things. Because when we spend time with God, it, it's like this spiritual chiropractor, right? Where we get to realign our minds and our hearts to God and who he is and, and how he made things. And we can get so off in, in our perspective on things. Like I know for me in the past, it could be so easy for me to just see my husband in such a negative light and to just live in that space. But when I spend time with God, oh gosh, all of a sudden I'm realizing, whoa, there's so much that I'm doing wrong. There's so much that that is off in my side of things. And even some of the things I think he's doing wrong, he might not be doing wrong at all. It's just, has been my perspective. And I'm going to do a whole episode on marriage soon, so I won't go deep into that. But that time with God is essential for so many reasons. So don't neglect it and make sure you bring your anger into that space and allow God to speak to you and kind of shift your heart in that space. Okay. And the last one, talk about it all the time because it's so important, but know what is underneath your anger. You've got to know the triggers for it. So if you have heard me talk about restoration theory, this means identifying the pain points in your life, the core woundings that happen as a child that have carried through to now. We all have about three of them. It's so, it's that basic. And that's why I love restoration theory. So you know, if you don't know what's underneath your anger, you don't know what your triggers are. You don't know what core wounds you have that that causes you to get into that place of anger. Like for me, the main one is out of feeling out of control. When I feel out of control, I cope by getting into a space of being angry, which it's destructive coping. It's sin. It doesn't actually help, but that's what I do. That's the pattern I've learned. And so you got to, you know, know how to get out of that and you use your four steps. And so we go into all of that in restoration theory. So if you want to know more about that, if you want to dive deeper, I mean, really the academy is such a great place for you. We learn that off the bat and we use that, uh, learn to use that in all of our relationships. But if you're not ready for that, even just go back to episodes 15 through 20, I, I unpack what that is. You can do it on your own, um, and see how far you can get because this is life changing and just having that insight can be so helpful. There's also restoration therapists out there that you can find. So just make sure you know what's underneath your anger and you can understand. Um, it's not just your kid's behavior. There's something inside of you that is causing you to get angry. And it's not just about the external things around you. So make sure you get to the bottom of it. Okay, mama. So make sure you get your discipline figured out with your kids, get your house and your life in order and peaceful, get enough sleep. Make sure you have you time, master the art of the apology, spend daily time with God and know what is underneath your anger. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you that you offer us freedom. God, that you know us intricately and you know what we need to walk out of this space. And so God, I just pray for wisdom for next steps, God, that you would show each mama that's listening what you have for her to do to find this freedom, to get out of these endless cycles, God. And I thank you that we can trust you on this journey and you will not let us down, God. And so I just pray for everyone mama listening you would set her free right now god you would show her those next steps to walk in that god and any old labels that she's put on herself god would be just removed in the name of jesus god and she would allow your what you speak about her identity to define her and alone define her god you are so good and we love you in jesus name we pray amen love you mama
If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.